everybody. Welcome back to Mothership Connection, your place for, I don't know, apple butter? Who doesn't like apple butter? It's great. But uh, thanks for listening to the last episode of The League. I hope you enjoyed it. It's got quite a few listens, so it seems like people do. <clears throat> Sorry to clear my throat. It's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving in my throat. Um, but yeah, so thanks for listening. As always, I always appreciate it. And today we're going to do an episode on a band I really like. Uh, a band I'll be seeing live here in a few months. As long as they don't reschedule. It's not they've rescheduled like three times. Um, but we're going to talk about The Killers. Um, a band I'm sure you're all familiar with and most of you probably like. But uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about them. And welcome to uh, welcome to season 19. 19. Mm-hmm. Hey. But yeah, let's get into it. Hey! Hey! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mothership Connection. I hope you're having a great November. November. There's no November rain yet. Sorry, Axel. It's a nice Axel Rose reference there. You know what I'm saying? Mountain cranes. Um, but yeah, so today we're going to talk about the uh, band I really like, The Killers. Um, when I say Killers, I'm not talking about that that bad batch of Yokohama tires that came through Poland. Um, you know, it's just talking about a band called The Killers. Um, I'm sure you're familiar. They've had a lot of hits. Not that hits make the band, but you know what I'm saying. Mountain Crayons. Um, yeah, but it, you know, we all know The Killers songs. You know, the Mr. Brightside, you got Somebody Told Me. Um, you got uh, When You Were Young, which is probably my one of my favorite killer songs, if not my favorite killer song. You got Sam's Town. You got their cover of Romeo and Juliet by Dire Straits. You got Human. You got Battleborn. Or you got Runaways. I mean, um, the album was called Battleborn. Battleborn. She's just Battleborn. Sitting in front of that fire, battle ball. Uh, yeah, and then you have, what, Caution, you got The Man, you got Brandon Flowers' hit song Crossfire, which is one of my, like, top 20 songs, favorite songs by anybody ever. Um, it's in the top 20, not the top, in the top 20. In the top 20, I was 20. <laughs> I can't believe I used to be 20 at one point. Um, like a Chris $20 bill, baby. Chris $20 bill, baby. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to talk about the killers. Uh, it'll be, you know, same structure as most of these music episodes have gone. Um, still got a, quite a few music episodes I'd like to do. Um, coming down the pipe. Coming down the pipe. The fruit's pretty ripe. You got to have fri- ripe fruit. You know what I'm saying? Mountain cranes. Um, I don't know. I just can't stop saying, you know what I'm saying, mountain crayons. I don't. I don't know why. Um, maybe it's because I saw a lion at Sea World. <laughs> you ever been to Sea World, girl? We'll go and get some panda cones. A panda cone is whenever you get a white scoop of ice cream, a black scoop of ice cream, and they put two chocolate chips on the white scoop to make it look like a panda's face. Thus, being called the panda cone. Next question, please. So, yeah, so let's get into it. Uh, the Killers. I mean, what do you think of when you think of The Killers? You probably either think, like, wow, I can't stand to hear Mr. Brightside again on the radio, or 
you might be thinking, oh, I am really pleased to hear Mr. Brightside on the radio again. Um, so I'll be going to see the killers here in March, hopefully. Um, hopefully they don't reschedule. They rescheduled like three times already. Uh, we were supposed to go in the beginning of October and they rescheduled. And that show was rescheduled from a show early in the year. It's like, hey, do you guys want to come play Pittsburgh or not? Um, so I'm looking forward to that. It's at the Peterson Event Center, which is kind of a bummer. Um, the sound there isn't the greatest. Um, but at least they're coming. I'm surprised they're not playing at PBG Paints, though, to be honest with you. I mean, they sell out venues everywhere. I don't know why they're deciding to play it, like, on Pitt's campus, you know? Even the one of the, the uh, what is it, UPMC Event Center on at Robert Morris is getting a lot of bigger acts. I saw the 1975s playing there. I saw Trey Nastasio's playing there. A couple other acts. That's good, you know? It's, it's crazy how different the Robert Morris campus is since whenever we were sauntering around there constantly. Um, it, it, it was kind of cool. You know, it was kind of cool growing up right there. Literally, Robert Morris smack dab in my fucking yard. Um, kind of got to see it go from RMC, RMC, from Robert Morris College, to RMU, to Robert Morris University. Um, got to see all the changes, like the cathedral, or not the cathedral, the little chapel used to be a swimming pool. And a lot of different stuff like that. Some of the parking lots used to be tennis courts and basketball courts. Um, I remember G11 Special Sauce played there. Uh, they're coming this year too, but I'm not going to go see them because we were going to go see them. But then I looked at like the past like 10 or 15 playlists that they've had at shows that they've played, and it was not very good. <laughs> so even though I really love G11 Special Sauce, and I'll be doing an episode on them, I don't want to go judging as their playlists have been so bad for like the last 15 shows they played. Um, so there's nothing's, nothing's worse than going to see a band you like, and they play like a shit playlist. You know what I mean? Um... So I'm, I'm, I'm going to skip G11 Special Sauce, even though I, I really wanted to go see them. But, you know, you got to decide what you're going to spend your money on. And I'm not going to spend 40 bucks on a ticket when I know the, the set list is going to suck. You know what I'm saying? Nothing crayons. But uh, we're going we're gonna to start off with the Killers here. They showed up in 2004, um, just as Friends was going off the air. Which, Friends, fuck Friends. Friends is like the most overrated fucking show Jennifer Aniston's a fucking man. Courtney Cox looks like a fucking melted crayon. Like, Matt LeBlanc is a fucking dipshit. Matthew Perry is an asshole. Like, Matthew Perry in his, whatever, his autobiography or biography, was like brag. This is like right after Eddie Van Halen died, I mind you. And he's like in his book bragging about like squeezing Natalie Bertinelli's tits while Eddie Van Halen's like asleep on the couch. And it's like, dude, the dude just fucking died. And you're gonna like write in your memoir like, Oh, like, in 1985, I, like, grabbed somebody's tits. It's like, oh, you're Matthew Perry. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Matthew Perry was so drunk and so drugged up, there's, like, an entire season of Friends where he doesn't remember filming it. And that dude has the audacity to, like, pass judgment on people. Like, fuck Matthew Perry. And David Schwimmer... David Schwimmer was the, the immediate icon for glorifying being a fucking pussy. He is the, he's patient zero of the beta male cuck, soy boy, femboy, fucking douchebag. David Schwimmer, Ross Geller. Oh, I know about dinosaurs and I know how to be a fucking pussy. You know what I mean? David Schwimmer sucks. He sucks. 
And it's like, oh, David Schwimmer. It's like, oh, yeah, the original fucking pussy. There wasn't any pussies on TV until David Schwimmer showed up. And it's like, sure, I'll, I'll set back mankind for a, a couple decades just to make a little bit of money. Sure. You know what I mean? He's a freaking soy boy cuck. And he's just, he's, he was the original TV pussy, which eventually led to Big Bang Theory, which was the original we're all pussies. Big Bang Theory should be banned from television, and it should be studied in classrooms about how not to behave as, an, as a fucking man. Oh, look at this guy. He's such a nerd. He's wearing a Captain America shirt. He'll get some puss. It's like, no, he won't. They would, they would all be beaten off into socks and drinking fucking ecto-cooler in their little dorm room, you know, trolling people on Xbox Live. They, they would not be, um, you know, doing what that show glorified. It's like, oh, let's glorify all these fucking pussies and try to give some empowerment to other pussies out there. It's like, no. Every instinct you have as a man is to not act that way. So Johnny Galecki, as far as I'm concerned, needs to go to the fucking gulag for his, uh, his, his part in that destruction of men. Same thing. Tim Allen needs to go. Ray Romano needs to go. Johnny Galecki needs to go. They're, they're three of the biggest monsters in television history. Johnny Galecki. The only, th the only good thing he ever did was be Russ in Christmas Vacation, which is the best Christmas movie, by the way. And I know all you fucking meme people out there and you scroll and come people out there be like, oh no, the best Christmas movie is Die Hard. Just because it takes place during Christmas doesn't make it a Christmas movie. And yes, it's funny to say Die Hard's the best Christmas movie. It's funny to say The Gremlins is the best Christmas movie. But they're not Christmas movies. The best Christmas movie of all time, by far, is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You know, it, it's like the, the fucking apex of Christmas movies. Because it's funny, it's about Christmas, it's timeless, and it's hilarious. Not these Tim Allen, Tim Allen Santa Claus movies. You know what I mean? Tim Allen's dyslexic, so he probably thought he was playing Satan Claus. You know? I, I don't know if he's dyslexic, I just fucking hate him. But uh, Tim Allen's a, he's a monster. He's a monster, Ray Romano's a fucking monster. I guarantee you they got little Vietnamese women buried in their yard making them fucking frisbees and sewing them fucking, I don't know duct tape shoes or something they're evil people tim allen is evil it'll come out every every couple of months he'll go on twitter and be like oh i'm tim allen and this the constitution and, and it's like dude you're such a fucking phony christmas with the cranks you know what i mean he had the nerve he had the audacity the gall to make multiple christmas movies it's like dude go to hallmark go be lacey chabbard from party of five and be in 10 million hallmark movies you know, and all those Hallmark movies, which I'll admit, those Hallmark movies are like one of my guilty pleasures. I enjoy to watch them. But every one of them has some FCFS who's in some distressful situation. And then some fucking hunk shows up and like saves the day. And they end up banging under the fucking Christmas tree. You know, his present is the mouse around in her woman theater. You know what I mean? And then her present is to make him happy with her mouth. That's what every Hallmark movie hap is. Every one of them. But Tim Allen is an absolute monster. Ray Romano is an absolute monster. And they should be investigated to the full extent of the law. Johnny Galecki should be, have to go on TV and give a, a public apology 
for his role in the destruction of society. All these celebrities should. All these fucking inverted pieces of shit. They should all have to go on TV and apologize. Apologize and beg for forgiveness from everyone for being such fucking pussies. And Tim Allen, oh, I, I put a motorboat on my basketball and then my kid hurt his arm. I'm Tim Allen. It's like, no, you're not. You're a dickhead. Oh, I'm going to wear a tucked-in Detroit Lions shirt. Property of Detroit Lions. It's like, oh, did you get a free football phone with that? You Sports Illustrated shill. You know? Tim Allen is such a dickhead. The Ray Romano, I'm Ray Romano. I wear a flannel. I've touched on this before. Where Hollywood, that's what they, that's what Hollywood thinks of the working class man. Donald Logan, grounded for life. Subway engineer. Working man, blue collar. What'd they have him wear every episode? A fucking flannel shirt. Roseanne, which is also another terrible show. That like a certain segment of the population thinks is hilarious and it's not. And that segment of the population is like older female hostesses at restaurants. Who all have the same haircut. They all have the crooked fucking body so their belt is always slanted. Older, and you know who I'm talking about. You just go to Eaton Park. and The, the hostess, it could be any location. And the hostess is going to look exactly the same. It's going to be like some 47 to 55-year-old lady. Same haircut. Same crooked fucking body. Same everything. Slamming your menu down when you go to sit down. But that that's thats the segment of the population who thinks that Roseanne... Who Roseanne looks Asian sometimes. Has anyone ever noticed that? That sometimes Roseanne looks Asian? That's, that's the, just an observation. But it's like the same thing. John Goodman, working class man... Fixing motorcycles, working at the plant. Wear a flannel. And then we have Ray Romano who gets to show up and wear a flannel and say, Deborah, blah, blah, blah. Fuck everybody loves Raymond. Fuck Roseanne. And fuck Hollywood's perception of the working class person. Because all these little fucking femboys typing on their, on their laptops and writing scripts about stuff they've never experienced. They, they know what a working class man looks like, right? They wouldn't, they wouldn't know hard work if it fucking hit them in the face. All these trust fund babies getting their fucking surgeries and shit. You know, I hate them. I hate them. I, Hollywood, I, like I always say, I have a love-hate relationship with Hollywood. And it, it leans way toward more toward hate. As you see the evil and the, just the ridiculousness and the hypocrisy of all of it. You know? I don't know. It's, it's like trying to get a U-Haul truck and you end up with a rider truck. It's like, why did I get a rider truck? You know? I, I don't know. But anyway, the, the killers. <laughs> the killers is what we're talking about here. So there was four Yokohama tires. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the killers, they're a great band. Uh, I'm excited to see them. I've never seen them before. Uh, except for that fact that I have. I saw them way back when, when they first arrived on the scene. Um, but it's always nice to, to see bands you haven't seen in a long time. It's just nice to go see go see bands. Like, live shows are great. Um, like, the Bearded Bastard Irishmen are having an album release party on the 10th. We're going to go to that. Um, they're they're uh, releasing, like, a Christmas album. They always play... They're like a national band from Pittsburgh. But they always play the Irish Festival, so it's always good to see them. And then all you fucking idiots that paid, like, 500 bucks to go see Joan Jett at Heinz uh, Field, and then she played Light Up Night for fucking free? You stupid idiots. Joan Jett. 
I love Rocky Road. <laughs> uh, it's funny making up your own lyrics to songs, like uh, Big Pimpin', you know? Big Hoagie, lots of cheese. We got Big Hoagie, lots of cheese. Or So Fresh, So Clean by Outkast. I'm brushing my teeth clean. Use minty fresh green, green. You know? Um, it's fun making up lyrics, because it's funny. If you don't think so, you're a fucking fuck. Um, you, just, you just are, you fucking fuck. But I'm going to play uh, some stuff off of their debut album. Debut album? Uh, Hot Fuzz, which was a smashing hit. Um, I'm going to play track number one here. This is Jenny Was a Friend of Mine. One of many songs involving a woman named Jenny in popular culture. a clip off of Jenny was a friend of mine off Hot Fuzz. So that, I was, it's always interesting to me when bands like when they decide what's going to be track one off their debut album. Because that's going to be the first thing people hear when they go to put your album in. You know? So while I was always interested in like the song cho choice process. Um, whatever. It's like, oh, okay, we're going to put the, uh, the songs in the album in this order. And we're a brand new band. And everyone's going to hear this song first. Um, whether they leave it on or not. And the intro to this song, I'm do you remember that song Super Thug? By, um, uh, I can't think of his name right now. Nori? When it was like, what, 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 what? Super Thug? But that, the intro to this song reminds me of Super Thug. And the other Jenny songs out there, there's Jenny Says by Cowboy Mouth. Jenny Says. And then, of course, you know, Tommy Two-Tone. Jenny. Eight six seven five three zero nine. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, so that was a clip off of Jenny was a friend of mine. And I feel obligated to play a clip of uh, Mr. Brightside, even though everyone knows the song. Everyone knows the song. Everybody knows that girl's got lips on her face and in between her hips. Lips. the clip off of Mr. Brightside, but everyone knows that fucking song. Um, there's always songs where it's like, oh, if you go into a guitar store, you shouldn't shouldn't play those songs. That's one of them. It's like that, um, Smoke on the Water, and the intro to Stairway to Heaven. 
all the guitar YouTubers here. Some of them are cool, and a lot of them are fucking just assholes. But they're always they always do videos where it's like, you shouldn't play this in guitar store. It's like you know what? If some kid's learning how to play guitar, and he wants to go to the guitar store with his father or his brother or his friend, whoever, and he wants to play those songs, who are you, Mister Guitar Store person, to tell him don't play that? Let me try to squash your dreams because my life sucks. You know what I mean? I fi- I hate miserable fucking people. I really do. If you're miserable, get the fuck out of here. You're low vibe bullshit. You know? I'm high vibe tribe. You're low vibe fucking dickhead. You know what I'm saying? I, I really do. Like people that just want to ruin shit for other people all the time. It's like what are you what are, who do you think you are? Mr. Big Stuff. But seriously, who do you, who do you think you are ruining stuff for people? You know? You mean you might you might quell that kid's creativity for the rest of his life because you're like, don't play that in my store. Uh, my girlfriend's bringing me Uber Eats. <laughs> and then you find out that dude don't even have a girlfriend, and he can't even afford Uber Eats. All he wants to do is reflect his bullshit out to you. That's how it happens. Anytime somebody's being a fucking dickhead, it's because they hate themselves. Seriously. Anytime somebody's giving you a hard time or being miserable, it's because they're reflecting their bullshit out at you. So just smile, wave, and say namaste. Get the fuck out of my fucking face. <laughs> it's like in the office when Michael tells Toby, like, oh, this is a place of love and forgiveness. You can get the, you can get the hell out of here. <laughs> or like love and acceptance, but you can get the hell out of here or whatever. Um, no, but it is. I, just, I, can't, I, don't, I can't stand negative people or miserable people. I just can't. Like, just get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. We don't want you around here. You and you fucking looking like an idiot. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, next song I'm going to play here is Smile Like You Mean It. So album had fucking bangers on it. And just like one song in this album I don't care for. I just, I just don't care for it. Susie. was a clip off of Smile Like You Mean It, Don't You Know, where the kids are cherry-cheeked and robust, don't you know? Oh yeah, Smile Like You Mean It, just like them lesbian scarecrows guarding those crops. Today on Everybody Loves Raymond, lesbians are good at guarding crops. Fuck you, Ray. Um, Hit it, Ray. But yeah, um, oh, Robinson police driving by in their pickup truck. 
Those cops ain't smart. When the zombies come, you don't want to have a pickup truck. They're be hiding that bed. Zombie in your bed. Zombie. Yoder. Yoder. Um, I call this one the Yoder Exploder. <laughs> but yeah, small like a mirror. Just like them lesbian scarecrows. The lesbian scarecrows is going to be the hottest Halloween costume next year because of this podcast. I guarantee it. Um, I guarantee you're going to love the green lemon tea. Um, the next song I'm going to play, it's a clip off a song everyone knows. Everyone in this world knows this song. Somebody told me. Somebody told me that you were a Yoda. So, Steve, you local? That was a clip off of Somebody Told Me, which everyone knows that song. I really like the killer's guitar player because he doesn't play anything that's like over the top crazy, but it always fits. Uh, the next song I'm going to play is called Andy, You're a Star. Hey, shut up! Hey, shut up! That's a clip off of Andy, You're a Star. The next song I'm going to play here is a clip off of On Top. Love this song. Top, just like Tops baseball cards featuring gum. Yeah, you know, babe, the one with gum. Um, yeah, so we're gonna go out and I'm gonna make eating sounds at you, and then we're gonna go have an umbrella fight. Okay. Uh, next song I'm gonna play here is Midnight Show. Love this song.
Great song, Midnight Show. Yeah, good song. Yeah. Good song. Good song. It's a good song. Uh, the next song I'm going to play is Samstown off their second album, Samstown. Love this song. I like it! Clip off of the title track Samstown from the episode or the episode I I I the uh, album Samstown. Next song I'm play here is When You Were Young. Love this song so much. that one play for a little bit because it probably is my favorite killer song. If you had to make me say it, I'd say that it was that one. <laughs> Do you know the way to the buffet? I have a fork. Um, yeah, but the next song I'm going to play is Uncle Johnny.
was a clip off of Uncle Johnny off Samstown, don't you know? Yeah, what's the name of that lady? She's really nice. She told me where the buffet was, and I didn't have a fork, and she provided one. Uh, the next one is Move Away off of Sawdust, which was their B-side album. I love when bands release all their B-sides. I love it. This one's called Move Away. This song has a very U2 feel to it in the beginning. You'll see what I mean. Can't you see what I mean? the clip off of Move Away off their album Sawdust, which was a compilation of all of their B-sides. Uh, this is their cover of Romeo and Juliet by Dire Straits off that same album. off their cover of Romeo and Juliet by Dire Straits. Um, just like Romeo and Juliet. Whatever that oldie song is. Who sings that? King Arthur? <laughs> yeah, we uncovered this old ancient burial ground with a whole bunch of great wax sculptures of uh, or wax platter. That's what they call records. Isn't that the slang for a vinyl record is wax platter? I think I've heard that before. Um, if you want to hear a cool song, listen to the song The Majestic by a group called Wax Fang. It was part of their, uh, it was a concept album and it was like a uh, space opera. But they use it in an episode of uh, American Dad. And it, it actually, like, in the listening to the whole album, the album's pretty weird. But if you listen to The Majestic by Wax Fang, um, I think you'll like it, no matter who you are. <laughs> uh, the next song I'm going to play is Joyride off of Day and Age. Take 
was a clip off of Joyride off their fourth release, Day and Age. Um, I think I forgot to mention the years these albums came out. So Hot Fuzz came out in 04. Samstown came out in 06. Sawdust came out in 07. And Day and Age came out in 2008. Um, and if you you'll remember the album cover, it was like on all the iPod promotions. Whenever that current iPod came out, there it would always show like that was the album cover and all the commercials and stuff. Um, this next one is called A Dustland Fairy Tale. This is off of Day and Age. Um, and during COVID, um, them and Bruce Springsteen redid this song. So there's a version out there with um, Springsteen on it, too. But I'll shut up now. Long brown hair and foolish eyes. You look just like you'd want him to. Some kind of slick chrome American prince. So that's a clip off of a Dustland fairy tale. Our next song I'm going to play is one of my favorite songs, of, of, in my top 20 favorite songs of all time by anybody. Um, this is not a killer song, but this is off of their singer Brandon Flowers' first solo album called Flamingo. Um, but this song is called Crossfire. It's very near and dear to my heart. It's an awesome music video also. Um, check out the music video for Crossfire by Brandon Flowers. But this is Crossfire, and I'm going to play some of it because it's one of my favorite songs ever. I love this song so much.
a clip off of Crossfire by Brandon Flowers. Like I said, it's not officially a killer song, but it is. But it's it's definitely in my top 20 of like all-time favorite songs. Um, you know, it has a nice meaning to me for my, uh, my Hoss's days, about a special somebody from my Hoss's days. So, uh, yeah, I just love that song. I just love it. The video is really cool, too. Um, the video, he keeps getting kidnapped by ninjas. And Charlize Theron keeps saving him from the ninjas. <laughs> so it's a very good, uh, it's a very good song. Very good video. Um, it's nice. Music is, uh, music is very important. And should be. It's amazing. Uh, the next song I'm going to play is off of Battleborn. This song is called Flesh and Bone. That's you and me, Steve. Flesh and Bone! I'll be flesh, you be bone! Then we'll be in the zone! <laughs> anyway, yeah, this is Flesh and Bone. Off of Battleborn from 2013. White Knuckler. Refusing to heed the yield, I penetrate the force fields in the blind. So that was a clip of Flesh and Bone off Battleborn. I have the deluxe edition on my fucking iPod. Uh, a lot of bands don't do deluxe editions for iTunes anymore, which is kind of a shame. Uh, I know I always bitch about how it's like, oh, it should be available everywhere, but iTunes used to always have, like, almost every band released their deluxe edition, and it would have, like, two or three additional songs on it. Um, but this song off is called Runaways, also off of Battleborn. I love this fucking song. This song is so good. The killers are great.
that was a clip off of Runaways off of Battleborn. I love that song. Um, it's like it, you could, if I knew how to do YouTube editing, I could definitely YouTube edit some, a lot of movie clips to that song. Just a really good song. Like it's classic killers, classic setup. Uh, the next song is called The Way It Was. Love this song too. Battleborn's a really good album. the clip off of The Way It Was, off of Battleborn. Love that song. Love this album. Uh, next song is called Battleborn, off of Battleborn. Clip off of the, of the song Battleborn off the album Battleborn. Uh, the next song I'm going to play is off their album Wonderful Wonderful, which came out in 2017. This one's called The Man. I'm talking about The Man. Have you seen The Man? I've seen The Man. Gotta go down The Man. Love this song. Fire, yo. Me down. Don't you know 
that was a clip off of The Man, off of their album Wonderful Wonderful. Uh, that was a big, big hit when it came out. Uh, the next song I'm going to play is called Run For Cover, off that same album. Run for cover, boys! She's crowded! I don't know, sorry. <laughs> Why? of Run for Cover off Wonderful Wonderful. Next one called Out of My Mind. I'm, I'm out of my mind. This is also off of Wonderful Wonderful. It's a great song. clip off of Out of My Mind by The Killers. Uh, the next song I'm play is called Fire and Bone off of Imploding the Mirage, which came out in 2020. Rock, rock. clip off of Fire and Bone. It has a very Bowie feel to it, I feel. Um, let me know what you think of it, Mothership Con 5. This song is called Running Towards a Place. clip off of Running Towards a Place by The Killers. Uh, the next song I'm gonna play is probably one of their biggest hits. This is called Caution off of Imploding the Mirage.
that's a clip off of Caution by the Killers. Uh, it's one of the, probably one of their biggest hits. Uh, I definitely love that song. It's really great. The next song I'm going to play is called Quiet Town off their most recent album called Pressure Machine. I believe this came out in 2021, but it might have come out this year. I want to say 2021, though. Tail end of 2021. I'm sorry. I don't know. To the pouring rain They're planning on getting married after graduation Had a little baby girl Trouble came and shut it down. That's a clip off of Quiet Town off of Pressure Machine um, If you go out to listen to Pressure Machine Make sure you listen to the abridged version Because um, there's the regular version Which has them like It was a concept album So the non-abridged version has like all this weird talking And like skits in it um, so if you're going to listen to that album, Pressure Machine, listen to it. Uh, make sure you get the abridged version, because you don't want to listen to the other version. Um, the next one to play is called Sleepwalker, off of that album. Pressure Machine. a clip off of Sleepwalker off their most recent album, Pressure Machine. Uh, but that's it. That's The Killers. I hope you really enjoyed the episode. I hope you enjoyed your journey through their catalog, their extensive catalog. Um, and I hope it inspires you to go listen to some of their music. Uh, you know, Battleborn is probably... Yeah, Battleborn is probably my favorite album of theirs, I would say. Um, but yeah, but thanks for listening. Now I'm going to go get some lap temperature root beer. Because I like all of my drinks to be at lap temperature, babe. Do you want my metal straw? I kept it in my pocket. Now it's lap temperature. I don't know. But uh, thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. As, and as always, keep shaking those motherfucking knees. Yeah. And now it's time. For another erotic poem. Pizza shovel. Dim light. Low tire pressure. Screwing in light bulb. Ordinary sock. Wrench that's rusty. Pickled ears. Washboard carbs licking 
salt, spraying, powder, splashing, the ghost, pizza, shovel. <laughs> talking about it and you know I've been talking about it. You've seen one, you've seen them all. Those pine trees are just so beautiful, babe. Babe.